Hi, I'm Robin Birkin and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hey, warrior. A huge welcome to my five-part infertility stress series. If you're just jumping into this episode, make sure you listen to all five. And while you're there, hit subscribe on the podcast so you receive notification every time one of my weekly podcasts drops. I've recorded these episodes because I know what this season is like. At the end of the year, we can start reflecting and feeling like, how the fuck did I get here? What is going on? I thought I'd be further along than I am and just generally bar humbug. Fuck that. As we approach the end of the year, we're also approaching the start of a new year. And my hope is that this year is your year. Here's the thing though. If nothing changes, nothing changes. So let's change this motherfucker up. Are you in? I want you to join me over these five episodes as I don't hold back. I'm sharing with you a different strategy each episode for managing the stress of infertility. These are things that you can start today to start changing your story. There's countless studies out there that show that chronic stress can impair retrieval rates, live birth rates, fertilization rates, and generally increase the inflammation in our bodies. But also, which is positive news, guys, that engaging in activities that reduce our stress, namely mind-body programs such as the My Missing Peace membership and the Fertility Warrior Intensive, can markedly improve our fertility, sometimes as much as double or even more than that. And this is regardless of whether you're trying naturally or undergoing assisted reproductive technologies like IUI and IVF. I know that you want that. I know that you'd prefer less IVF cycles, less stress, and less strain. Everything I'm sharing over these five episodes is completely free and easy to implement. So there are no excuses, guys, no excuses to not take action. And if you'd like to know more and take it to the next level with me, come and join me in one of my programs because they won't just change your fertility, they'll change your life. The best way to do that is by heading to my website at robinberkin.com, coming and checking out the programs that I have available, or going to my Instagram handle at robinberkin and checking out my highlights. I would love to welcome you in one of my programs. Anyway, are you ready to dive in? Let's do this. Hello, warrior. Today's day five in our infertility stress series. I know that these episodes have been short, but hopefully they've been really punchy. And I know that the strategies that I have explained can really help you on your fertility journey. So just because these episodes have been short does not mean that they are not powerful. But if you would like to dive deeper into all of these topics, if you would like to learn more, if you would like to have support from me on a regular basis, then 
As I just discussed in the intro, you need to get on board the My Missing Peace membership or get on the wait list for the Fertility Warrior Intensive. These things will change your life. Today on day five, we are talking about something that I doubt you have heard uh, necessarily before. You've probably heard some of it, but not all of it. And that is to immerse yourself in a new hobby. You might be thinking as I say that, oh my God, Robin, I would die if I had to do one more thing. I'm already going to a thousand acupuncture appointments. I'm seeing my naturopath. I'm visiting the fertility clinic about 12,000 times per month. I'm trying to keep my day job, trying to keep a house, trying to keep my relationship with my husband or wife. Like seriously, I'm doing all of these things and you want me to take up something new? You want me to add something more to this plate? But Here's the thing. There are activities that are draining and there are activities that actually make you feel like you have more energy. So one of those, it's called mastery, right? And mastery is one of these techniques that they look at in terms of, you know, like when people feel drained in workplaces, what are the different things that they can do to feel more energized? There's like four different concepts, but one of them is mastery. And even though it feels like you're adding something more to your plate, it can actually be really energy giving, okay? So it's not one of those energy sucking activities that you have to do. I'm talking about doing something that gives you new life, mastering a new skill or a new hobby that you've always wanted to do that feels really exciting and energy giving to you, right? So. Maybe you've always wanted to learn Spanish. Maybe you want to take up yoga. Maybe you want to do a Pilates class. Maybe you want to take up, I don't know, rock climbing or something. But is there something like, surely you have been, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing that you've probably been putting your life on hold in pursuit of this journey. And we do that for a number of reasons. We do that because we are feeling overwhelmed. But as I've just discussed, learning a new skill or engaging in a new hobby that you love, that feels really good for you, can actually feel like it gives you energy rather than all of the other things that you're doing that are sucking out all of the energy. But in doing a new like hobby, you can start to make new friendships outside the dull, boring, all my friends around me have currently got children things. You've probably been putting things on hold in your life because of finances. There's a whole bunch of reasons why you've probably put your life on hold, but what you may have inadvertently ended up doing is literally sucking out all of the joy in your life and just leaving all the shitty kind of stuff like the naturopathy, the acupuncture, the IVF clinic, the day job, all of that stuff. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Let me tell you a little story about my life. Something that you may not know is that I actually lived for a year in Japan as an exchange student. When I landed there, I could only speak a few words of Japanese. Like seriously, I remember my host mum like looking at me and she was like, blah, 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 one night. And I was like, don't understand what you're saying. And I used to have this thing where I'd be like, can you please repeat that? And I'd say that like twice before just being like, whatever, I give up. And she was looking at me like, blah, 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 blah. And she wasn't angry, but she was kind of serious. And I was just total blank. 
And she ended up leading me to the bathroom. And then literally the question was, do you have a toothbrush? But that's another story. I was dumped in a foreign country. It was a 10-hour plane ride away from mum and dad. I didn't know anyone, barely knew the language, placed my total trust in people I did not know at all and trusted that I would be able to live there with them for an entire year. That's pretty scary. And I reckon it's something that's pretty brave as well. And it's obviously been something that has you know, made a big impact on my life. It's formed some of the skills that I've learned in life in terms of resilience and things like that. But before we went, they taught us all of these different strategies on how to deal with homesickness and things like that. A lot of them are very different to the deep emotional work that I do today. They were very superficial. One of them, though, was keep busy. And sometimes just keeping busy for the sake of keeping busy, I don't think is that healthy. But because we're like essentially covering up so many of our emotions when we do that. But I definitely think that on the same token, isolating ourselves from society, sucking out the joy from our lives can be really hard too. So anyway, here I was though, living in Japan and I was having the freaking time of my life. Okay. And But all around me were exchange students who were in struggle town. They were really struggling with this journey. They were feeling really homesick. Some of them went home early, which is understandable. Like you throw someone in the wilderness uh, who's really young without knowing the language with such a different culture, and that's exactly what can happen. But I was thriving. One of the reasons why I was thriving is because I took up hobbies. I like immersed myself in this. And it comes back to this concept of mastery. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I enrolled in the dance class, like dance club at school. I did tea ceremony club. I did um, Japanese flower arranging clubs. I did all these little clubs and things like that. And it helped me to form connection. If you go back to some of the past episodes in this series, you'll learn that I talk about connection and, you know, how a little bit about how that like comes about in our bodies, why connection is so important. But it helped me form a connection. It kept me busy. It kept me out of my head and it gave me energy, okay? It wasn't an energy-draining activity. It was an energy-giving activity. They were really healthy things to get involved with. And, you know, I now know how to do a traditional Japanese tea ceremony. If anyone needs any pointers, then just let me know. But that's my next thing. That's my very last tip is this year, you know, here we are with this episode dropping right at the end of the year, take up a new hobby, do some new things, shake this motherfucker up. You've got this. I've given you over the five days these really easy and free things to implement, okay? And I know that you will get some really quick wins if you travel down this path with me, if you want to go deeper into these things, if you want more and more and more, then come and join me in the programs or at the very least, just keep listening to the podcast, jump into the Fertility Warriors Support and Chat Group, follow me on Instagram. I am here to help you and I do this all you know, from a place of love and wanting to help you guys. So all the very, very best for 2020. I am always here with you supporting you, rooting you on, and most importantly, sending you lots and lots of baby dust. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. If you would like more tools, resources, and courses to help you survive your journey, please head to robinburkin.com. And if you like this podcast, please share it with others. I look forward to catching you at the next episode.